You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. This morning on the third hour of today, Royal Fallout. Reaction to a bombshell allegation of racism that wasn't supposed to be released. What the author of a controversial new book about the royal family is now saying. Then later, whoa, Christmas tree. How much more can you expect to pay this year and why it may even be harder to find a tree you love? Plus, Kelsey Grammer is here live talking about stepping back into that iconic character of his in The Return of Frasier. And our start today, December challenge indoor workouts to keep you moving when it's too cold to go outside. Today, Friday, December 1st, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Friday edition of the third hour of today. Thanks for being with us. I'm Al, along with Dylan and Chanel. Craig, of course, off this morning. Good morning, gang. Good morning. December 1st, I just have to say, happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday, Brian. Oh, yes. and you don't every have to get a I card. Call, every time I call him today, I'm like, happy birthday. Happy Aww. birthday. It's a big, do it all day long? All day. Like, all get, Probably going to get old by 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got a big hour lined up for you, and we're going to begin with a growing controversy over in the UK. New book putting allegations of racism within the royal family back in the spotlight. NBC's Molly Hunter has the latest from Buckingham Palace. Molly, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning from a very chilly Buckingham Palace. That's right. This is spiraling across the British press, across international headlines. So the Dutch version of a new book, it's called Endgame by Omid Scobie, allegedly names the senior royals that Meghan Markle may have referred to in that infamous Oprah Winfrey interview. Now, the Dutch publisher has temporarily pulled the book calling it an error, and the Dutch translator is now speaking out. Take a look. This morning, the fallout continues over the new royal book promising salacious details about the breakdown between the royal brothers and their families. Senior royals now caught up in the controversy, but last night, Kate and Will just getting on with it. After author Omid Scobie's book, Endgame, was yanked off shelves in the Netherlands, following reports it had included the names of two members of the royal family involved, according to Meghan Markle, in a conversation about her unborn baby's skin color, which she alleged back in 2021. About how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. The Sussexes have never mentioned the names publicly, and royal reporter Scobie said he didn't either, but has said he had access to private letters sent and received by Meghan. I had never submitted a book that had their names in it. But now the British press widely reporting the two people the book allegedly names King Charles and Kate, the Princess of Wales. NBC News has not obtained the Dutch copy of the book and has not independently verified that the conversation took place. At the time, the Queen said in a statement, the issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. But the backlash over Scobie's book has dragged the whole controversy back into the spotlight. 
It's hugely damaging for the publisher, it's hugely damaging for Omar Scobie, and it's hugely damaging for the royals as well. And it puts Omar Scobie and the publisher at risk of legal action. In an interview with DailyMail.com, the Dutch translator denies that she made any additions to the manuscript. Saskia Peters reportedly saying, As a translator, I translate what is in front of me. The names of the royals were there in black and white. I did not add them. NBC News has reached out to Peters for comment, and Scobie continues to deny any responsibility for the names being included. I'm as frustrated as everyone else. I make it very clear in this book that I, in every way possible, want to adhere to the laws surrounding this subject. Now, the Dutch publisher says the book will be back on shelves on December 8th. As far as how the palace is responding, we've, of course, reached out. No official comment. We do have a source, though, who says that all options are being considered. And you guys, that could be kind of anything from saying nothing to kind of putting out kind of a mild statement at some point or even legal action. I'll send it back to you guys. All right, Molly Hunter, thanks so much. All right, well, now to an annual tradition, the search for the perfect (laughs) Christmas tree. But this year, it could be a little tricky. Experts say there is a tree shortage, which could make it harder to find a tree that you like and at a price that you want. NBC News business and data reporter Brian Chung joins us now with everything that you need to know. So, I mean, good morning, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. I went out there, I saw a ton of trees, so (laughs) what's going on? Well, a lot of this is regional, right? And what's challenging about this business, and it's pretty interesting, too, is that it takes years to grow a tree, especially to the certain height that they want, because their customers are going to want a seven- or an eight-foot tree. Uh, What's been happening is that on the West Coast, there's been droughts in the previous years, and this year has been wet, but because of what's happened in, like, four or five years ago, they're having a shortage on the West Coast. On the East Coast, there's been some frost issues that have, uh, they call it burned, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's burned, apparently, some trees. Yeah, freezer burned, and it's made it really difficult to to source the trees. Again, it's going to depend on where you are in New York City. It seems like they're pretty well stocked, but again, some kind of uh, climate-related reasons Mm. for perhaps why you might. We're well stocked. So then give us some advice. If you're not in my house and you're pulling it out of a box with the lights on, you know, (laughs) sorry. Um, (laughs) What kind of prices can people expect then? How much does it range? Yeah, well, the last measurement we got was $80 is the average tree price. That was last year. This year, we haven't had an update. Again, these are for live trees. It's going to depend on where you are in Manhattan. It's a lot more expensive when you go to East Village and try to get a tree. Uh, hopefully, you're probably not getting an eight or nine foot tree for a Manhattan apartment, but regardless, it's going to be a little bit pricier. Uh, what's interesting, though, is because of the shortage related issues, we've heard that some uh, farmers are having to, you know, potentially pass the cost on to consumers. They're seeing the input cost of just operating the business up uh, up to 10%. Okay. So you're trying to save some cash so you can put something more, take that cash and put it in presents under the yeah, tree. Yeah. What, what are some tips? Yeah, well, one tip, first of all, is just to, uh, you know, take a look at the types of trees that you want. And if you want to really have the best selection, you got to go early. A lot of people have already snatched up a lot of trees yeah, because yeah. the peak time is around now or actually a week ago. So shop early. Uh, also consider a smaller tree if you're willing to make a compromise. A Charlie Brown tree is no problem at all if you mm-hmm. decorate it nicely. And then lastly, be flexible if you don't see the tree that you want because of issues sourcing. Mm-hmm. Just you might have to go to a few other places. So what do you do, a live tree or a fake okay, tree? Okay, so I'm a fake tree guy. I am also two and two. a forever yeah. tree. A forever forever well, it's a two-in-one because the lights come built in. You plug it I in. Mean, and, you know, it's and like that was the worst part of a new tree. But that's how you do the pre-lit one. See, it does <laughs> smell good. The, the new ones, they do smell really great. But then you got to spray them down and keep, you it's know, it's like a whole thing. Down. Yeah, well, because, you know, you have to, like, keep them wet. Otherwise, they'll, oh. they'll all the pipes oh, the needles. will fall off. Oh, the needles. Yeah. 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 But there's yeah. something about the, <laughs> you know, it the builds smell. character to, you know, wind those lights up. And then you plug it in. You realize you got the wrong side. They don't work. They don't work. It's a whole process. Yeah, come on. And a labor of love. 
That's right. You have to untangle the lights. <laughs> That's right. Don't get me started on getting the kids to help decorate. But it's fun. Anyway. It's, 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 fun. it's fun. Enjoy yourself now. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Stick around, by the way, to help us test our NFL knowledge with Friday Football Fever. We count down to the big Sunday night football game each week with a little trivia. This time, our question comes from Hall of Fame coach and football night in America analyst Tony Dungy. Hey there, Today Show friends. Here is your Friday football trivia question. The Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers played each other in the very first Super Bowl back in 1967. Where was the game played? Was it A, Indianapolis, B, Los Angeles, C, Arizona, or D, Florida? You're the no Chiefs idea. expert, right? So I, know, I, I no C. idea. C, Arizona. Really? What do you think, Al? I'm going to right go with B. What do you Los think? Angeles. I think Los Angeles. They really? got the Coliseum. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, iconic. You know, big venue. All right. Okay, All right, Coach, what's the answer? The answer is B, Los Angeles. The very first Super Bowl, known at the time as the AFL-NFL World Championship, was held in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, January 15, 1967. And we'll see you Sunday in Green Bay for Chiefs-Packers once again. Look at that. I, and you were there covering that game, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I was actually selling hot dogs. I love that. Where were you in 67, Brian? I was not alive. I'm happy I got that question right, by the way. I'm, I'm Where did you grow one. up again? I'm from Jersey. I'm a, I'm a Jets, Jets fan. Oh, okay. Jets. <clears throat> That's yeah. Well, well, welcome. You, you, none of you were alive in 67. No. No. So but about my parents? Were you a twinkle in someone's yes. eye? Wait, your parents were alive? Come on. I mean, were they okay. together? Jeez. I don't know. I don't think they were yet. All right. Well, you were just a glimmer in the sky. All right. Be sure to tune I in. I took a turn. <laughs> be sure to tune in Sunday night to watch the Chiefs take on the Packers. And Green Bay coverage starts at 7 on NBC and Peacock. Brian, thanks so much. Thank for you, Brian, for your, your, your Friday, everyone. Very nice. One for one. Hey, coming up next, we've got a really important today's checklist. We're going to talk about the symptoms that we should never ignore. And then later, look who we've got here live. Kelsey Grammer talking about Frazier, family, and a whole lot more. Third hour of today. We'll be right back. We're listening. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
we all have those days when something feels off with our bodies and maybe you just push it aside, you brush it off. Well, on today's checklist, we're talking about the symptoms that we should never ignore. So joining us this morning is NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Natalie Azar. Good morning to you. Good morning. This is a good time of year to talk about this because I think sometimes people feel like they've got so many things to do. There's no time to go to the doctor. I'm not really worried about that fever. It'll be fine. Yes. So let's start there with fevers. When do you say, you know what, maybe I should go see a doctor? Yeah. And I think I want to start with saying that common things are common. So when we're going through this checklist of things that could be a little bit more concerning, I don't want people to freak Freak out. out. Um, But basically, when we talk about fever, we're talking about if you're having a fever for more than three days, you might want to get checked out because what if it is flu? We can actually treat that. Most infections, viral syndromes, you're going to have a low-grade fever. Mm -hmm. For adults, a fever is considered about 100 to 100.4, by the way. If you have a fever, however, of above 103, probably good to call your doc right away and don't wait those couple of days. And then fever and you're not able to tolerate liquids or food or obviously any chest pain or shortness of breath that's associated with the fever, you pick up the phone and call. You don't wait those three days. Here's another one. Moles and skin rashes. Sometimes you see that mole and you're trying to say, is it perpendicular? Is it circular? Another question is, what time of year is the best time to get a skin check? You know, I didn't didn't realize it was a thing until we started looking into, is it a thing? And yeah, one of my derm colleagues and and many others agree that winter is, is really the best time. And the reason is that sun can make existing moles kind of look a little funky. Ah. And a lot of times people will get unnecessary biopsies at that time. Also in the winter time, you're covered up. So you're not noticing things and friends and family aren't noticing things. So it's a good time to do it. Now's the time. Yeah. So it's very normal for us to get moles throughout our our lifetime. Anywhere between 10 and 40 moles is considered normal. But after the age of 30, any new mole, probably good idea to get it checked out. A changing mole, we're not going to go through all of it. You know, the ABCDs, the changing color, the change in shape, if it's itching, if it's oozing, sorry, definitely get it checked out. And any new skin rash or lesion, maybe it's a basal or a squamous cell, or maybe it's psoriasis. Any new rashes, definitely go and see the dermatologist and get it checked out. And then you know. Okay. Let's go inside. Heart and lungs, Doc. Heart and lungs. So this, I think, is going to hopefully sound pretty rote to people now. Chest pain with exertion. We worry about angina. We worry that that could be something with your heart. Changing chest pain. Let's say you have an existing history of heart disease and Mm -hmm. you know you normally get a little chest pain when you exert and suddenly your chest pain is at rest, that is a change and that should be brought to your doctor's attention. Obviously, new shortness of breath and an unexplained cough. And this freaks people out and I I understand why. We all have a tickle. We all have a cough once Uh in a while. A dry cough that is persistent that's not otherwise explained by asthma, post-nasal drip, allergies. Please go get it checked out. Unfortunately, dry, lingering coughs can be a a symptom of lung cancer. It's a little uncomfortable to talk about, but gastrointestinal issues. Yeah, and, and it is a little uncomfortable, but we do need to talk about it. So if you have a change in your bowel habits, that's what we refer to this as. Yes, you can have a couple of days of some loose stools. Yes, you may have a couple days of some constipation. A few days, not a big deal. Very often related to how much fluid you're drinking, mm-hmm. what you're eating. But if it lingers these things for past three to four days, yeah. please go get evaluated. A change in the stool. And by that, we mean consistency in color. Again, we don't want to get too graphic. Right. But some significant changes could indicate problems with the pancreas, liver, gallbladder. And early satiety, that means you get full quickly. Mm -hmm. That could be an indication that you've got something that's kind of blocking the stomach. Mm -hmm. Usually not a great thing. A lot of benign things, too, but that's a symptom that you should have evaluated. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about weight, unexplained weight loss. Unexplained weight loss. So whenever, you know, I see a patient and I walk in the room and they look much thinner than they did, my first question is, A, you've lost weight, correct? B, did you try to lose weight? Mm. This is really important. Unintended weight loss 
Never really a good thing. What are some things it could be? Definitely an overactive thyroid. Some medications that people are taking for things can make them feel nauseous or or, or have difficulty swallowing and they can inadvertently be losing weight. Not eating. And I bring this up because a lot of older individuals, you know, they, they, they lose weight. And as they get older, is it just because they're not eating? Is it because they're depressed? What if eating makes them feel sick? Dill celiac disease. Mm-hmm. You avoid food because you have belly pain and you feel, so you need to take a good history. And then this is here, and again, not to alarm people unnecessarily, but without another explanation, unexplained weight loss, you always want to look for an underlying malignancy, again, depending on the age and other signs and symptoms of okay. the patient. So we tackled a lot of physical, so, yes. but what about mental? When should you, you know, we, we mental always talk about physical things, but what about your mental health? What if you're having changes in your sleep? You're not able to fall asleep. You're not able to stay asleep. You're waking up really early in the morning. Change in your appetite not eating or eating too much, difficulty with your energy, difficulty concentrating, and then mental sharpness or acuity. If you're noticing any of this about yourself or those around you, please have, have you know, get evaluated. We don't want to just talk about the physical, right? right? Our mental health is so important That's also. All connected. So yes. important. We had a, a, one of our colleagues yesterday, she oh, said yeah. she was watching one of I'm our segments and decided to call the doctor. So I'm hoping oh, that these that. segments yeah. Good. make Absolutely. a difference. I hope so too. Thank, Thank you, you Thanks, so much. Yep. All right. Well, still to come, we've got another doctor in the house, (laughs) Dr. Frazier Crane. Kelsey Grammer is here live talking about bringing Frazier back to television. Then later, we're going to show you how to stay active when it gets cold outside with an indoor start today workout. Third hour of today, we'll be right back. And great fun. Our next guest has a show business career spanning four decades, and he's just getting started. Kelsey Grammer became a household name after appearing as Dr. Frazier Crane in 1984 in the hit show Cheers. He went on to star in his own spinoff series, Frazier, for 11 seasons, and now, almost 20 years later, Frazier is back. Well, he's moved back to Boston to be closer to his son, Freddie, and two decades later, the show still bringing the laughs. Feliz Navidad, fam. And a half a belated happy Hanukkah to you, Freddie. Thank you very much, David. My dad told me your flight got delayed till tomorrow. That's all right. Now I get to see your dad's reaction. My reaction to what? You intended to order 24 chairs and one Christmas tree, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, holy night! Kelsey, good to see you. Good morning. to see you guys. Thank you. Hard to believe it's been 20 years uh, uh, since Frazier went off the air. And now, now here it is. It, you, but you said it, this thing took seven years to get rebooted. How yeah, come? It was about seven years. We, um, uh, I guess it was around then when the Roseanne show got rebooted. And it seemed to get such a sort of a catch the imagination of the audience. And we thought... Well, maybe it's time. I mean, it had been kicking around in our in our heads that maybe Fraser could come back, but because uh, uh, he, you know, has he didn't die, so he you know, <laughs> yeah, went on and, to start a new life. Uh, so this is the third act of it, and that's that's what sort of generated the interest at first, and then. We kicked around some new writers and uh, uh, kind of what we wanted it to be. It was always meant to be a, a, a rediscovery of a kind of a bookended relationship between me and my father. And then the same thing with me and my son. So that that was sort of the foundational principle. And that that, that seemed to gather some uh, some steam. And people finally said, oh, maybe he's still funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild to think 40 years ago, Dr. Fraser Crane came to the world. Has he just always sort of been like, do you just live 
as Dr. Fraser Crane. Oh. I mean, like for 40 years for him to be a character in your life, I feel like it can't be that hard mm. to just like slide back. You know, into he's like it. slipping on a pair of shoes. You know, he's yeah. uh, he's uh, a fun character for one thing. Uh, what Jimmy Burroughs says about him is that uh, I, I made a, an unlikable character likable. But I think what's interesting about him really is that more than anything else, he loves. He loves mm-hmm. fully with his whole heart. And he cares so deeply about doing well mm. that I think we recognize ourselves in him. Yeah. No matter who we are, where we come from, that that idea of just soldiering on no matter how difficult things get. Mm-hmm. And things always get difficult for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You do the show in front of a, a live audience, and I was reading before you show, you make a point to kind of talk to them. Um, and at one point, I know you've got, you were choked up about talking about this character. How do you think this show has shaped your personal life? Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you a quick aside. When we, when we shot the first pilot episode uh, with David Hyde Pierce, uh, he came up to me. We had a standing ovation after we shot, and he said, what does this mean? <laughs> and I said, well, David, it, it means that you're going to be able to buy a house. <laughs> and, and he said, what does it mean for you? And he says, it means I'll be able to buy two. So that changed my life yeah. on that level. Yeah. But uh, it also has been it's been a creative outlet that is is always challenging and always interesting. And I get to tell great stories. And that's what I always wanted to do. I love that. Yeah, uh, you're, the show's kind of revolves around you trying to rebuild your or build your relationship with mm-hmm. your son. You, and in real life, you've got you've got seven kids ranging in age from seven to 40 to 40. Yes. Ooh. So I, I'm curious because I, my, I think of it as being like an old racehorse. <laughs> you know, sort of sired by out of, you know, whatever. You know? So, so how has your, how has your parenting style changed well, from your 40 year old to your seven? Very good. I think, I think there, there's some fundamental elements of it that are, they're pretty much remained intact, but, uh, cause I care about them deeply. I care sure. about their, their individual spirit, uh, and try not to ever crush that, although I've certainly, you know, made some mistakes in my time. But uh, I think all in all, it's been a pretty good parenting experience. Some of the kids would say, you know, Dad, you know, this didn't work out so well. And I know that's true. Sure. But what's great is, uh, as I said previously, Fraser's not dead, neither am I. So we get I to actually uh, make up for it. Yeah. And God gives us the time to find. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Patchwork. Absolutely. So before you leave us, you're a very accomplished um, executive producer as well. Um, You produce some of the most successful um, sitcoms, including Girlfriends, one of my favorites. True story. I patterned my first apartment, or not even my first apartment, my apartment in Philly, after Joan's character, Tracy Ellis Ross's character, <laughs> from Girlfriends. Like, that's how invested I was in the show. Oh, that's a nice set. Yeah, so since we're talking about reboots, I kind of feel like you should change my life and reboot it in some kind of way. Well, you know, it's 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 not like that hasn't been discussed. I know, uh, people are... It's, it's coming up more and more. Begging I guess maybe on the heels of the Frasier reboot. Yeah, yeah. you know, Tracy's fantastic. Yep. I have not called her. But I, I guess I really do owe her a call now. Why don't you say, why don't you tell her something right now? Let's how do you feel? Let's do it. Come on, Tracy. And everybody else, you can remodel your, I can have a new place. We can get a new place. And you can get another house. (laughs) 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 And by the way, you do sing scrambled eggs. I do. (laughs) At the end of the the new series. But you've changed the lyrics a little bit. We changed the the last bit. They're not, they're calling again. Life's calling again. And that's the key. Kelsey is so good. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, season finale of Frasier airs next Thursday on Paramount+. Plus. When we come back, we are warming things up with our Start Today December Challenge. Our fitness guru, Steph Mansour, is here with workouts we can do inside when it's too cold to go outside. We'll be right back.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25. Interesting music. Yeah. All right, yeah, that, okay. sounds, that sounds ominous. Oh, yeah. uh, well, de- <laughs> December is here, and that means it's time to announce the next uh, latest Start Today exercise plan. So okay. just scan the QR code for a 31-day aerobics challenge Ooh. that is going to give you a boost and help you get your steps in even when it is cold <clears throat> outside. All right, so we have today fitness contributor Stephanie Mansour here. She has created Fit two 15-minute aerobics routines plus a five-minute ab workout. You're getting us ready. Oh, she yeah. is here with Start Today community members Jessica Miller and Dania Kalaji. Good morning to everyone. Hello, good morning. morning. So we love a good throw, uh, like a little flashback Friday here, Steph. <laughs> yeah, and we're right. talking aerobics, but this is something you did in college. Actually, it is. So, you know, I grew up playing oh. sports, and when I got to college, I stopped this. playing sports. I had to find something fun that would get me moving in college. Like many people, I gained the freshman 15, but then 20, 25 pounds, was really unhappy with how I looked, how I felt. So I started dancing around in my dorm room, and then I started an aerobics TV Wait, show at University of Michigan. Oh, <laughs> so you've been doing this yeah. for a minute. Wow, look at those moves. Hey, now. Back it Almost up. 20 years ago there, guys. Oh, yeah. We, we joke, but aerobics and these little movements, they're fun to do, and it's a great workout. Yeah, absolutely. And especially now, people are busy, they're stressed. Mm-hmm. Look at your workout as a fun time okay. where you can entertain yourself. Just dance around to the beat, and you'll burn calories and feel better mentally too. What's our first move? Yeah, let's let's bring you in here too because Jessica, she is um, Jessica Miller. She's in Connecticut. All three of her kids are adults now, out of the house. And you have said you found community with the Start Today team. I did, I did. And I'm so glad that she changes up the workout. Steph changes up the workout each month and I'm excited and wanted to ask a question about how to get aerobic activity into the workout. Yeah, you know, this is something everyone can do at home here. We're going to start with a simple march in place, okay? So pumping those arms, marching to the Beat. And then, oops. Am I losing no, something? I'm, I know. I'm losing jewels. <laughs> oh, I can't even pick that up. <laughs> All right, so we're marching here, and now what we're going to do is a side step. So we're going to do side step, side step, side step. Yes, I know. Okay. Ideally, you'd want to wear those tennis shoes, but this little basic movement you can do barefoot. Yeah. 
on the carpeting, it's fine because you won't slip. Just be careful here. Okay. All right, so we got this side step. Now we're going to do a skater. So we're tapping the foot backwards and reaching the arm forwards. Nice. Doesn't this feel good? And the thing is, you really don't need a lot of space. Exactly. Like home. Yes, I used okay. to do this in my dorm room in college. And the last move Clearly. here is we're going to work the arms here, work the abs. Woo, like a dance hey move. Now. Al, this looks dancing. great. Way to go, Al. You should be dancing. Yeah. Woo. Be, oh, and then we have to pay for that. Sorry. Uh, and then go ahead and just march in place. All right. All right. Yep. That was good. All right. So, yeah. uh, Okay. Daniel Kalaji, what's your what's your question? Yeah, so I just joined the NBC family, and it's Welcome. been thank you, thank you, and it's been the best few months, but the busiest few months. Well, now as we get know. ready. <laughs> so, Stephanie, what small aerobic routines can I implement into my daily schedule to feel mentally happy and healthy, especially in December, yes. the winter months? It's getting colder outside and darker earlier. I know motivation can be waning. So, if you're at home right now, or if you're at the office, I want you to do some heel taps. So, we just Stand in place, tap one heel, and we're actually going at a very high beats per minute here, guys. We've got, yeah, we're going too yes, fast. we're going pretty fast. So <laughs> when you go to today.com slash start today, you're going to get the two workout videos. I've got a slower paced version and a higher paced version. Both are low impact. We're going to add the arms. <laughs> we're going to add the arms here. We're going to get a little yes. extra everything. Get that heart rate elevated. And then our last move I want to show you guys is something really fun, the Pony. So oh, we're gonna go pony. side to side, side to side. So one, two, three, one, two, three. Nice. One, two, three. Now we add the arms and up. Oh, it is. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Aww. And then we keep going, and this is so much fun. Just play your favorite song. We have a different idea of fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank and this will keep you moving all month long. Oh, oh, keep marching, out. keep marching. Keep marching in place. Okay. Thank you all. Head to today.com. You gotta get home on your left. Today. You're right. You gotta get home <laughs> on your left. About our December challenge. All right, up next, and this is today all about Beyonce. She's not doing these, she's doing something. Her movie hit theaters last night, the instant reaction and support she's receiving from another music superstar. We'll get into that. We'll be right back. Thank you. We are back with another edition of This Is Today, highlighting the most buzzworthy stories on today.com. By the way, if you want to read more or weigh in, you can scan the QR code at the bottom of your screen right under Dylan's feet. Today, Digital <laughs> Editorial Director Ariane Davis joins us now. Good morning. Hey, Ariane. Hey. Good morning. Let's dig in here. So Beyonce's highly anticipated concert um, film hit the big screen last night, and you got a sneak peek, though. I saw that. How yes, amazing was that? I sure did. My favorite topic, Beyonce. So I had the <laughs> privilege of being invited to the the L.A. premiere last weekend, which was incredible. It was a chrome red carpet. Lots of stars showed out, including all the former Destiny's Child members. It was really amazing. And I got to see the movie for the first time with the rest of the world with wow. Beyonce in the theater, That's which was amazing. an experience. Was everybody like looking at her and then watching? Like, how do you There were several both? times where I was just casually like, like I was just like, what? was she like, behind you or in front there. of you? She was in the same exact row, but like all the way down oh, the other so side. You had to kind of look so to I literally left. was just kind of like, huh, like what's so was she dancing? Here. So yeah, I mean, her, her kids, Blue, I uh, Blue Ivy, and Rumi and Jay Z, they were all there, and That's you could amazing. tell that they, the whole theater was dancing and bopping along. I can't and wait. 
Last night, she also did a premiere in London. So right. she's done two premieres this week and showed out again on this red carpet. Blake Lively was there. Sia was there. Michelle Williams. But most importantly, her daughter, Blue Ivy. She looked mm -hmm. adorable. Um, and Blue Ivy, to me, is really the breakout star of the film. Which, oh. yeah, she she's amazing in the film. But the big surprise from last night's premiere was Taylor Swift. Ah. Yeah. So Beyonce had gone to Taylor's era's mm -hmm. movie premiere, red carpet. And so she returned the favor and wow. she came to Beyonce's premiere, which everyone was so... The internet broke I love that. Night. Yeah. Cool. I love of course, that. of right. course. Now, there's a new trend on TikTok uh, that uh, puts relationships to the test using an orange. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> it's called the orange peel theory. Now, y'all know there's lots of trends on TikTok, so we right. take everything with a grain of salt. Okay. But okay. this one basically is talking about orange? the fact that essentially if, if you ask your... Oh, well, that was a fail. <laughs> there we go. If you can't catch it, then what? Yeah. So basically, up. if you ask your partner to peel your orange for you, the way that they respond can give a lot of insight into your relationship. Yeah. So if they say, like, why would I do that? You could do it yourself. Versus if yeah, they say, sure, no problem, I'll peel that for you. Or even if they just say, like, that's kind of a weird request, but sure. Depending on the way they react to that, that ask for kind of a small act of service says a lot about their willingness to do things for you and to show how cherished and loved you are. Well, dang. Yeah. So if you're like, I mean, Brian's like, hey, can you peel my orange? You're going to be like, <laughs> peel your orange. <laughs> There's no question you're telling all him. All the things I have to do right now, I have to stop what I'm doing to peel what you would, an orange. What would Deborah say if you asked her to peel your orange? Um, well, I think that we would have two different responses <laughs> because my theory is always yes, dear. Yeah. So. Okay, fair. Happy yeah. wife, happy life. Yeah, that's, that's right. Funny. That's right. a good one. Right. Relationship experts say to take that one with a grain of salt. It's not yeah. going to yeah. be like yeah. the test of yeah. everything in your relationship. That, that seems like it's going to cause more problems than it's worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, okay. These other ones are Happy Meals, but for adults? Yes, for the right. big kids here. Come on in, Mike, again. Is this for real? Yes, busy. so they're, McDonald's starting on December 11th is offering this adult yeah. Happy Meal, which is I basically... I love this idea, because I always order the kids Happy Meal if I ever go to McDonald's. Oh, do you? Is it because of the size or because of the toy? Because of the size. Yes, it's like a... It's, I feel, but yeah. You can get a Big Mac or a 10-piece chicken nugget with your fries and also a soft drink starting Ooh. on December 11th. Look but the fun part is that you get these um, modern takes on these McNugget Buddies which was a really popular toy in Happy Meals oh in the gosh. 80s and 90s. I remember these. Yes, and so now there's a new take that Kerwin Frost, who's a popular DJ and street style, street style connoisseur, um, he redid these McNugget Buddies. And so now, if you're a big kid at heart, oh, this oh, is that's so you get a little fun. toy with your McDonald's. So. I love that. Oh, oops, oh. I'm dropping Merry Sorry. Christmas, y'all. I love that. You know what my idea of a Happy Meal is? <laughs> if they were twice the size of any. <laughs> that's your Happy Meal. With maybe a cocktail. I don't know. All right, we have time for one more. This latest headline suggests that a certain sound can lead to a better night's sleep. Yes. Wait, so, nuggets? Oh, I want <laughs> so white noise machines obviously have been for a while now a big trend in helping you get a better night's sleep. But recently, especially on social media, a lot of people have been talking about the different types of white noise. So, we did this on the third hour. Yes, you guys did talk oh, yeah. about Yeah, white noise mm -hmm. essentially is basically this all the same frequency that's something that's like a vacuum or like being on an airplane versus brown noise, which is more something that's like a little bit more rumbling. Like the ocean. Yes, like the ocean, Love waves the crashing. Like based on that segment switched up the sounds on my kids sound machine to really see if they sleep better with different sounds yeah huh. there's also pink noise which is more of like a waterfall it's like more mm -hmm. gentle Ooh. and so they say that really depends on the person but depending on who you are and your sleep patterns different types of noise what would noise what, what noise would work for you i think this is pink to me like a like a sound of a fan i think this is like brown this is pink now the ocean i tried doing the ocean noise but i kept waking up seasick hey i gotta <laughs> tell you that's actually very good. Thank you so Don't much. Don't start them. I know. Don't start them on Because it won't stop. Hey, hat like that looks good on you. It's Come over. with a bowl of soup. <laughs>
<laughs> head to today.com or sign up for our This Is Today newsletter by scanning the QR code and you'll get the latest news to your email every single morning. Third Hour Today will be right back. Time for our favorite part of Friday, our start today walker shout out. First off, we've got Roxanne from uh, Washington State enjoying her daily walks. Roxanne! Roxanne! Next is Gay soaking in the warm fall weather in South Florida. Connie from Oregon enjoying those nature walks. Oh, Connie. Paul sharing a picture on a walk with his dog. Elvis, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you, thank you. And finally, we've got Wendy who loves getting out and getting her walk done. Wendy, get her done. Thank you to all our fabulous walkers. If you'd like to be part of the fun, maybe we'll say your name on TV. Scan the QR code to sign up for our newsletter or head to today.com slash start today. Not only will we say it, we will cheer for you. Yeah. Next week on the third hour today, Ethan Hawke is here live in studio. Well, coming up next on Hoda and Jenna, relationship help from a psychologist who's a social media star. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye-bye. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.